0: Hello and welcome to the exam hall. This is the podcast where I sit down with a guest and answer questions from what is known as the hardest exam in the world, the All Souls College Oxford Fellowship Exam. All Souls College Oxford is maybe the most prestigious academic institution in the world. Applicants must sit a gruelling process of four three-hour exams for the chance to receive one of two possible fellowships two specialist papers and two general papers, which is where we will be drawing our questions from. Now, to be eligible to apply for All Souls, you must already hold a degree from Oxford or be currently studying at postgraduate there. However, here at the exam hall, we have no eligibility criteria. We have no gatekeeping. Everyone is welcome, whether you are an astrophysicist working at NASA or whether you are Bob's uncle. I really lost it there, didn't I? (laughs) I really lost it. Basically, everyone's welcome. That's what I'm trying to say. My name is Cherry Eccle. I am an ex-education professional and soon-to-be university student. And I'm going to be your host, if that's all right. If it's not all right, bro, sorry. You've got no choice in the matter. And I can't do this alone. So there's really nothing else for me to do. But welcome my guest for this episode. A brilliant... Poet, playwright, and dare I say friend? <laughs> I think you can
1: say friend, hello. It's, thanks
0: for having me. I just wait, what's your last name?
1: Green. Green. like a colour. So, I thought so. <laughs> it's a
0: lache green. Yay! Yay! But hello. Hello. Welcome. Why are you saying welcome to me? Um welcome to the people listening. Welcome to the people listening. <laughs> Hi how are you doing yeah i'm really good thank you yeah I'm good. good day you can't see but lachey is wearing a gorgeous pink outfit and is looking like a barbie girl in thank a barbie you. world thank you it's very on brand life in plastic is fantastic it really is it really really is and really
1: i'm just everything just ken
0: you know actually i'm not i'm not just ken i'm alan okay oh alan there's only one alan there's only one alan yeah do you know what good on alan yeah good for alan good for alan lachey yes welcome to the exam hall
1: thank you tell me
0: what qualifications do you have to be sitting here
1: today tell me a bit about yourself um i've recently graduated from my 22nd year of no 22nd would you say you graduated from your 23rd year of life how old are you now 23 so you're yeah
0: you've had 23 years you're in your 24th now right
1: i just recently graduated to my 23rd year of life well done thank you It it was a long 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 treacherous road um and really i'm just like a person who sees things and i feel like i'm opinionated I'm qualified to sit yeah. here and be here but also I actually do have a I have a degree. You do have a degree. I do have a degree in English literature and creative writing. So Ooh. sometimes it may not seem like it but I'm I'm a little bit I'm a little bit knowledgeable. You're knowledgeable. I've got I've got the info.
0: Got can, the facts. Can I ask what I, I what do they call like 213 Oh what is what are those called like grades? If grades
1: feels wrong. I think it's a uh, what the hell are they called? Graduation. I don't know what they're called, but I got a first class. I got, I got a first class wow. degree. Wow, come I know. on. all of a sudden, she's, her eyes have just widened. <laughs> I'm like, okay,
0: great. Great, she knows what she's talking about.
1: No, yeah, yeah, I actually, that sounds so bad. I don't think I've actually said that out loud before. Like, yeah, I have, a, I have a first class degree in English literature and creative writing. I'm not surprised. Thank you.
0: I'm not surprised. So, yeah, I'm qualified. I'm here qualified here you've uh recently started working as a
1: creative learning officer creative learning ATG which is the ambassador's theater group and they they host a lot of like the western venues so like you're wicked and your Fine. streetcar named desire oh I know Paul mescal I know I'm swooning <laughs> <laughs> i have literally been telling people like if I'm eating my lunch and he walks past me what we're we gonna do what do you do silence silence silence. i just love how you just you was really thinking of what to do i was really like i don't <laughs> seriously? know seriously
0: f- if i was eating a sandwich and Paul mezcal walk past this is not an underwhelming answer i think i would carry on eating but then like send a message to everyone i know being like Paul
1: mezcal just sandwich <laughs> they'll be like you ate him <laughs> yes i ate um, but yeah, so that's 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 my thing. So yeah, it's kind of just bringing theatre to different groups of people, whether it's young people, old people, just kind of different social groups in our society in London. Amazing. Yeah.
0: Well, welcome. I'm so glad to have you here. You. Our question today comes from the 2012 General Paper One. Okay. And it is, what use is poetry? nala shay <laughs> tell me why did you why did you pick this question we went for a few questions yeah. why, why did this one stand out to you
1: because i feel like use is such an interesting word in particular to mm. use like use like is it it, it kind of gives me like sarcastic vibes but it also kind of gives me like it sounds like the person writing the paper was like oh what use is poetry yeah it's like what use are you and I think use is also a really good word as well because I feel like it can lend itself to like okay what are the the number like the countless things that poetry actually is so Mm. it's not what's the meaning or what can it be used for it is literally simply what is the use yeah and I feel like that's just such a big umbrella term so I felt like Yeah, I really wanted to delve into that because I feel like it could be interesting on the one hand for it to be like, it sounds sarcastic and it sounds like, what is poetry? Yuck. But then it's like, what use is it in this world? Is it a tool? Is it a vehicle? Like, Mm. Yeah.
0: I feel like the way, I mean, the way we start tackling this question is I feel like we need to break down. Yeah. What is use? What is usefulness? How do we define what is useful? Yeah. I feel like this question, I'm almost turned away by this question because it Mm. feels a little bit like, What use is art? Do yeah. You, what what it feels like the kind of thing that someone who wants to like defund schools. It's kind it, mm. it makes it makes me think of how like recently Rishi Sunak mm. has said that we're gonna be teaching maths past eighteen. Everyone's don't, gonna be learning maths past eighteen. <laughs> up to eighteen, yeah, rather, yeah. excuse me, past sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like humanities is being cut, yeah. arts are being cut in yeah. schools and it kind of turns me away a little bit because I'm like why does in my head it sounds like the kind of thing that someone who thinks if it's not making you money then why why are you doing it what yeah. use does it have it feels like the word use would be used yeah. by someone
1: <laughs> it's not <laughs> very better right now word, yeah it feels yeah. like the kind of word
0: that would be used by someone my the first place my head goes to is material use when we talk about something being useful we are talking about tools we are talking about money Mm -hmm. we are talking about like doctors who are uh doctors and teachers who are contributing to society in very like direct ways doctors are making people better um teachers are teaching children how to be people in the world and it almost feels like an oxymoron to poetry. Yeah. How 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 should we go about defining usefulness? Uh,
1: I guess just like the the general term like I think you've kind of really started to explain it, but I think it's that thing like the the uh, maybe I've shot myself in the foot with this question <laughs> cuz I feel like it's so it's so broad yeah but okay let's just let's scrape it let's scrape it back okay and let's just do like the surface level what is use how would you use it in a sentence ah wow. <laughs> i've just used it Did wow you get it? wow i am a poet do you know what i mean no i'm joking but like how would you use use in a sentence <laughs> it's so how would
0: you so it's what use is poetry it's yeah. a noun
1: yeah right yeah <laughs> Don't look at me, girl. You have a first. I haven't been yet. I I did give a disclaimer. Like it may not seem like (laughs) it, but I did. I didn't cheat. I didn't do nothing crazy to get it. (laughs) Shocked.
0: Rescind that first right now. University of Winchester. Listen up. (laughs) Take it back. Take it back. Take back the degree. Burn it. Rip it up. Please don't. I still owe loads of money. (laughs) Um, Youth something that makes life easier yeah something that contributes positively something that yeah.
1: i'm also getting a vibe of like what, the meaningfulness of it so mm. what use in a meaningful way use in a negative way mm. like
0: should we look up the dictionary definition of use yeah so th- i mean this is okay use noun The action of using something or being in the state of being used for a purpose. I.e. modern trains are now in use. And then there's another one here. The value or advantage of something. So we're assigning value to poetry.
1: Yeah. What value do you assign to poetry, babes? Value, I think maybe just like I think community. Mm. Community values. I think I don't know I feel like everybody really but Mm. I go with community first because I feel like in sharing my work I have built a community of people with like with you as well like I've met you yeah (laughs) friend this is the thing it's like I've met you through that that's a community and that's what poetry that's the use it has been to me to open up my 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 network of friends and people Mm. who I I just cherish like that has what it's done for me so yeah it's definitely a community aspect because i feel like once you start to share your work and people really like they they feel it and they understand it and also they can just really be like yeah you're doing what i do like you you're just on that same moral ground I, i feel like my experience the poetry
0: community in london yeah um and even beyond um it feels so like fulfilling
1: yeah and I feel like
0: maybe the value is for me it just feels so like fulfilling to have all these people support you and want to listen to your art and be sharing opinions and thoughts and what's what's sort of been your path into poetry how did you
1: end up in this lovely little community of poets it's actually Yeah, it was actually through school, but not through, like, general education. It was an art teacher at my school who was a poet, who is a poet still. Um, And he basically did, like, this little competition Mm. for everyone. I think it was on, like, year nine at the time, so I would have been, like, 14. Um, And I'd always kind of written a bit, but it's never something that's explored in the normal curriculum. It's not. Poetry in school is very much, here are the...
0: dead white guys yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna analyze the metaphor. yeah 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 i mean like i think in school my poetry education was like war poetry
1: yeah yeah
0: i think we probably did like mm. in year seven sort of like a bit more sort of kids poetry stuff and then we did war and conflict mm. poetry anthology at it's gcse it's always war
1: why is it always war like i get it that's our history but that's dry like Mm. there's so much more it's dry and I feel like that is where the misconception of poetry comes from because Mm. I feel like from a young age you're told all this but anyway we'll get we'll get on to that but for (laughs) me yes it was through school and a teacher who was a poet like he's a poet he had this little competition going on anyway I I was like I'm gonna do this woohoo um and I remember seeing the little poster outside of my English uh it had like the English office um and I was like I'm gonna do that and I did it and yeah I think it, that was just kind of it for me um it then got intro I then got introduced to um Slambassadors which mm-hmm. was run by John Taylor and I put a piece forward for that and got highly commended and yeah we had like workshops poetry coming clips, poetry clips for you <laughs> yeah it was a really it was a really interesting time and then I went to Arvon at like the ripe age of 16 like wow. I know that's so big I know like go me go me so
0: Arvon yeah. number one you met uh our very good friend Eileen yeah through yeah. Arvon yeah tell, tell the people at home who don't know what Arvon is educate so, them
1: <laughs> so Arvon is a writing retreat um which is open to kind of all ages of writers, all levels of writers. And it's always kind of a really nice rural area that you go to and you stay in a house. So I went to Lumbank, I think, which was in um, Yorkshire. Mm -hmm. Um, Ted Hughes' old house, may I just say? Oh, wow. Sorry, Sylvia. But... (gasps) (laughs) You're starting drama in the poetry
0: community, babe.
1: She's going to come back and haunt no, I know. you. Do you know what, though? As I got older, I realised how problematic this man was. And then I was like, right. I, was, I was in your house. and I Yeah, so scary. Anyway, um, but um, yeah, so you basically... It is a shit ton of money to go there. But I was lucky enough to have that paid. And there are ways that you can get discounts and get it paid for you and get it funded if you apply or speak yeah. to the right person was but that
0: through apples and snakes
1: i think i think it i don't know well it went through slam ambassadors right. but i guess that Joel worked a lot with apples and snakes so i would assume that a lot mm. of it came from there um what, what was did, either the poetry society i don't know i can't remember
0: what like. does that retreat sort of do for you and your craft yeah so and
1: you as a poet it basically just takes you away from like the busy life of London and the busy kind of constraints mm. that you kind of have on your writing and you're literally somewhere where there's barely any phone signal you there's like someone delivering milk and eggs to the door every yeah. day and you're just doing workshops so I was so I'm like so lucky I was like having um sessions with Joelle every day and yeah. Anthony and was also there so we were having sessions with him um daily and it was kind of like do these sessions spark an idea and go back to your room at night and and work on it and we basically did that for the whole week but it was you know by the end it was have this one piece that kind of sums up your experience but also everything you've learned in this week and we all came up with with different um poems and we shared them in this like little barnyard and yeah, Joelle loved them all so much that her and Anthony like put their own money together to publish it for us. So wow, that's a little anthology, having my that's nice. I know, and that was just like so so nice, especially at that age. Um, you were sixteen. I was sixteen, yeah. Because I was I was like kind of new to it all, and I fell upon it in like a really odd way. Like I said, I just entered a little competition in, in my year that like this teacher was running. Um, but it opened me up to so much, and here I am now. So I really, it literally just took that one teacher. Yeah. Who really didn't have to do that, because he was an art teacher. Like, he just decided that he wanted to bring his poetry into the school. yeah. And so for him, like, I am so thankful. Otherwise, I don't know. There was no other end for me, curriculum-wise or studying-wise, because... I think it's such there, a shame
0: how the English like curriculum and to be fair like the curriculum across all subjects just has a beautiful way of sapping all of the joy out of the subject yeah and like can they like a lot of the time it's so dependent on who is teaching you if they're really putting the effort in yeah and really putting the effort to sort of show you more than just the curriculum Mm. but then also sometimes it's like girl if we've got our GCSEs we we don't have time to be showing you the joy and the beauty that poetry (gasps) can bring to your life we need to make sure that you know how to write a paragraph Mm -hmm. we need to make sure you know how to tick these boxes I think it's such a shame how Mm -hmm. prescriptive the curriculum is when I mean what I love about poetry is it's so open and free you know
1: and I think that's one thing like that was in my head all day like when you asked me like let's do this and I'm thinking about it and I was like it's just that like it's so it's such a constraint um and I just that's one thing where I loved going to university to study it because that freedom is there like you're still following us like a curriculum you're still following like a module but like that high school primary school introduction to what English is as a topic is just so far from the reality of it Mm. But that's all. There's all. There's that's the only space they have for it. So it's like it's that or nothing. Yeah. And you know you got you got to take it where you can. But I just feel like then it, it, it then creates that misconception that like like for the question what use is poetry? I could ask someone. they will be like it has no use because I don't really. I'm. I, it's all about the war because that's yeah. maybe It's all they know. Like the yeah. war poems and stuff like we're, that.
0: We're not particularly being shown in school um I know when I was working in a school Mm. I I worked with a really lovely teacher um uh I had a year eight class with her who really worked to show the girls um poems that were relevant to their life and did speak to their experience and that was so it was really gorgeous to see and um in the end, like they were all sort of based around like language and stuff like that. And the, all the girls in the end had to write about, write a poem themed around my tongue. And oh, wow. we, I went to a very multi- multicultural school. So a lot mm. of girls were speaking about the second languages and what it meant to them to have a second language. And a lot of girls who weren't speaking second languages were sort of talking about like the way they communicate and stuff like that. And it was a very yeah. personal project. And I mean, it was, that was so lovely to see someone really encouraging poetry in young people yeah. through the curriculum but that—that that is i don't know how i wonder if that's quite an exceptional experience yeah because the charge of the light brigade while technically it's a very intricate poem and you know you can spend a lot of time analyzing it and i yeah i'm sure you know it's very relevant to the sort of historical event it's speaking about what relevance does it have to you know the girls' school that I went to in Southwest London? Yeah, it's it is you know it's I almost feel bad saying that because it is important to see history and 100%, but yeah. also sometimes I think you know that has no relevance to my day to day life to the day to day life of the kids in my class.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the double-edged sword mm. of not only just literature but also the question because I feel like when it comes to poems like that I understand like it has historical value and it's part of the canon mm. and it's something that really is the basis of everything we know now like you know not one art form stands on its own like yeah it, it, all, it all comes from something so the poetry that we perform and the poetry we write it comes from something so it, it, it's a way like okay you have to appreciate the the old works but also it's I think it's okay in saying that I can appreciate that, but it's just not for me, and I don't feel like it, it speaks to my
0: art. I don't think poems like that and like yeah. the canon with a capital C is really the Ooh. best way to introduce people <laughs> to art and poetry because no. it's like it just has no relevance to us. Oh, but, no. I, but you know, it's it's hard to say because like
1: yeah,
0: it is the canon and it is what it is part of poetry's history in the
1: but even the canon itself like i've studied english you're about to go and study english so yeah you will see you will see what it's like but i feel like for me i didn't actually read anything that spoke to me as an individual with my life experiences until the end of my second year going into my third year wow um and that was the only single time, and that was a play, and that was Leave Taking by Winston Pinnock, which is an amazing play, and I suggest everyone go and read it, but it's literally about, like, a Jamaican family who've, like, emigrated to London, and it's, it's like, I want to say it's set in the 80s, I'm probably wrong, but it is just a really good, um it's a lovely example of Jamaican culture and like settling in London and Mm. you know just the things they spoke about and the way that it was written it just like it spoke to me and I was like oh my god this is how all the white people have been feeling (laughs) (laughs) and like I just was like it, it felt and also may I just add I wrote that was the only time I'd written an essay early I wrote that essay like three weeks early because I was like so excited about it. And it was the first time like... I remember I went to a workshop. Like I'd never barely used to go to workshops, but I went to this workshop. I had printed out my essay. I was like, "Here you guys go. Have a look. Love it." And like my my lecturer was like, "This is great. This is amazing." And I was like, "Period. I know it is." But that's, a, um, that's such a yeah. shame that that barrier is
0: there. But that because you're not reading anything that yeah. speaks to your experience or is relevant to your experience yeah. that it's a shame that like the passion you don't you're not allowed to have that passion no. for things or not, not you're not i don't know if i phrase that in the right way but like oh yeah it makes it's a lot harder for you to get passionate about yeah. things when
1: they're not being catered to you no 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 and um that's exactly what it was it was the passion like i read it and it's not even that it was written beautifully because it was it was just like just seeing yourself and understanding what those mm. characters have been through and what they're going through and being like Maybe this isn't my life experience, such as such, but I understand, I feel like I know this character. Like, I could go yeah. to, down to Hulsden. I could go to Wilsden in North West London, where I'm from, and I can see these characters. Yeah. Like, I kind of am familiar with that life, and I think it's the familiarity... Familiarity.
0: Familiarity.
1: Anyway, that word with that text that I could, like, really enjoy, And, like, it's just... I think it's interesting because on the flip side of that it's like when it is a text that i just can't connect to i'm just there i just have to look at the bones of it and be like oh as a literature piece what does it do like what are the methods it takes and what is the skeleton of this piece and how does it contribute mm. to the to the canon when the capital c um and it's just not the same feeling because there's no. no passion there like
0: i mean i i suppose right there you've identified a use of poetry and mm. that is to see
1: yourself yeah, and to yeah, connect yeah. It's definitely to see yourself and connect and also to share your story. Like I've said things in poems that I couldn't say in conversations. Mm. I
0: also think, I don't know if you've had this experience, yeah. for me, poetry is such a, I feel like, number one, very much been able to like say things that I can't just say in everyday <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, I also went on Avon retreat with apples and snakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And one of the things that I was really struck by is how, like, in this gr- big group of poets, how yeah. open everyone was. Yeah. Beca- and like, where how- did you go, by the way? Which location? We went to Shropshire. We went to. <coughs> it was a playwright's house. Okay. And apparently, he was also quite problematic.
1: Aren't they um, all? I didn't know. <laughs> she's Lovely. googling it i love how she just has to go and google loads of stuff like i'm really annoyed because like yeah. i know it's in my head yeah you're literally there you've lived this experience she's not lying guys Woo. john osborne oh who the hell is that
0: my reaction and i said to my i said to my drama teacher i said at the time i was working with her because i went back to work at my school
1: he
0: he wrote look back in anger and i said to my drama teacher oh it was it it was the house of this um old playwright called john osborne have you heard of him and she's like cherry yes yes i have heard of john osborne i was like i haven't Oh, um, yeah. but what i what i was really struck by there is just yeah. like how open poets are and how when you spend yeah. a week with poets everyone is just instantly like right yeah. so we have no barriers we're instantly family we 100%. we i feel like by being poets yeah. oh you're a poet great we're part of yeah, we're yeah, part yeah. of this we're part of this it's such a lovely community
1: but also i think also I, was everyone in your group from london or was there no a, yeah, all yeah, over yeah, yeah. all
0: over which was so lovely yeah, like yeah, yeah, it was yeah, so, so lovely yeah. being like i now no poets down in cornwall i yeah. now know poets up in sheffield and it up in the north and up in the west and the yeah, south and the east and good. all over See, community, it's
1: community like community
0: it's so gorgeous yeah i also think i've been able to say things with poetry i couldn't out loud just not necessarily like taboo but like i can't articulate this yeah. in any other way i, I think that. the way that poetry is it i feel like it's so great being able to describe a feeling uh-huh. in maybe more up- abstract terms using 100%. metaphors
1: and similes and all the poetic devices you learn about in school. Yeah, but then to caveat off that, that's where the curriculum goes right because mm. we wouldn't be able to articulate ourselves in that way if we weren't taught that stuff. As dry and like annoying as Possibly. it is, but like it's like we are given. We can't. It's like. We're giving, like I don't know. We're given like the needle and the thread, and they're like, "Go and go and sew me yeah, a whole maybe. duvet." <laughs> so it's like, it's, like, "Go and sew the whole duvet right now," and I'm not giving you any instructions, but I'm giving you a roll of thread and a little needle, and go ahead. So it's like they give they, they give you the first crumb. They give you the crumbs, do they don't even give you like a little template. They say, like, "Go I off. feel
0: like for me, I feel like my poetry is very self. and it's been learned through experience and like experiencing other poets and um and I feel like later on in in my journey as a poet or like after I wrote a poem I'm able to look back and go oh I was using this technique or that technique like I feel like the way I write poetry at least is very is pretty instinctual yeah
1: I completely agree is that a word yeah that is a
0: word (gasps) look at me knowing words it's very it's very (laughs) much based on instinct and I'll be like a lot of the time, I will know the shape of a poem and I know the way it needs yeah. to sound, but I won't quite know the words to make it sound like that yet. That's interesting. And then I go, and to me, it's like a puzzle when I fit. I'm like, oh, I know it needs to sound like da 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 Yeah. And and I feel like poetry, yeah. like music, I do think there is an instinct of like it's quite a musical way of writing, and yeah. I feel like the this feels right like that's yeah a lot of time when I'm writing a poem it's like this feels right and I don't know why because yeah. I don't quite yeah, 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 yeah. I mean it's like completely. I did poetry at school but very yeah. much I'm like I don't know what technique it is until maybe looking back a little bit later yeah I have yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. my friend uh Mavish who was the first guest yeah, on yeah. this show she was the last episode she edits a lot of my poems and very often she'll be like oh that's a stunning Volta I really love yeah, this yeah, I yeah. really love the I'm trying to think of another technique. Mm-hmm. I really love
1: the I am big pentameter.
0: I am big pentameter <laughs> and the the uh, the beat and the tempo and I was like i did that So sure. yeah yep. yeah I'll very i very often I she'll read it and i'll be like yes i definitely meant to do that like i don't yeah. i don't go into a poem being like i want to use a demodegradive rhythm yeah i want to use a triplet flow or i want to i want to use um i very often go into it being like i have a feeling yeah,
1: and I'm gonna try and articulate it. Yeah, yeah, hundred in- like, percent. I don't ever feel like I need to write couplets or quatrains. Mm. That's that's what be- I was thinking of. When yeah, I- yeah. I don't need. I I can identify those things. No problem. Hello, degree, first class. Woo! But I don't sit there and be like, I'm gonna write a poem about love, and I actually want it to be the shape of a sea, and it's gonna be split into four parts, and actually, it's gonna sound like a heartbeat like i don't sit there and do that no. like i have like maybe it's a phrase sometimes that i have you know and i'm like i'm just gonna build upon that and then you know it comes laterally instinctively like you said mm-hmm. like it's just it's just there it's a different kind of methodical writing, mm. like different from methodical writing, I feel like. But then I wonder, like with these old canon people, were they doing the same thing and it just turned out like that? Or I, we're, taught, were they we're like, taught them as if they were very intentional?
0: And yeah. I, I also, sometimes I look at like Shakespeare and, you know, all these romantic poets and mm-hmm. like um, William Blake. Oh, I do like William, you know. I do. William's the. O- Bro. <laughs> William was doing his thing. You know what? I London by William Blake. Yes, stunning.
1: Yes, London. Gorgeous. And do you know what?
0: Like I wander through each charted street. Yeah, where yeah, the yeah. charted Thames does flow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. mark upon each face I meet. Yeah, go, go, go. go. Marks go. of weakness, marks of woe. I'm go, sorry, go, go. what? And then also Ozymandias. Yeah, I can, and, and I can, what's his
1: what's his poem about the um the orphan children walking through the street. On the parade, but it's actually really dark because oh. about um I'm gonna do some research. Is that not here. London? Is it is it? let me let Yeah because 'cause
0: they're on the funeral at the end there's the funeral hearse bit. I remember uh. this is this is a total tangent and maybe I'll edit it out. I remember actually you know what? I this oh, after not talking it, about don't, after, don't, after don't no, 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 yourself. Okay. After, after talking about <laughs> how much like, oh yeah, we did like poetry wasn't great at school. I'm now yeah. remembering my year ten English teacher um who was absolutely stunning and i remember like really being excited to do poetry with her but i think she was she was just such a lovely woman and that class felt like a real community um and i remember like at lunchtime we had to like our homework was to like make some annotations on london yeah and i remember my friends being like oh they're talking about like the blight and stuff like that i bet that is about a woman who's been working as a sex worker. Yeah. And then she's passing it on Ooh. to her child because it's talking about like the newborn's blight or something like that. Yeah. And all my friends were like, that's a stretch. And I remember being like, <laughs> it's not a stretch, I promise. And she was like, oh, has anyone got any thoughts or any comments on it? Has anyone like made any analysis? I put my hand up. I said, I do, miss. Yeah, go off. It's talking about STDs. And she, she went, that's exactly right. And I remember turning around to my friend and being like, a stretch?
1: Really? <laughs> oh, stretch baby. towards correct, I think. <laughs> oh, um, baby. I'm really trying to find this poem. I, oh, wait. No, yes, it is. Here we go. Holy Thursday. Oh, I
0: Holy haven't read that Thursday, one. Holy Thursday,
1: songs of experience. And it's an experience. Oh, I love that. It's like side A, side B, before Vinyls existed. <laughs> like, go off, William. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah, so... So it's actually really interesting. So I did a little bit of Blake in my... Because I did I did A-levels as well. So I did English, literature, sociology, psychology. Um, so in my English... I actually hated my English A-level. Oh, really? Um So people actually thought it was crazy when I was like, I hate my English A-level, but I'm going to do English at uni. And people were like, so what are you going to do at uni? But my thing was, is like... I hate that I don't have freedom here. I don't have freedom to do the English that I, very, I want I to do. I very much felt like that, like, that I, with A levels across in- across all the subjects, oh, I did. Yeah, don't even. I think A levels should be banned. There,
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't. I haven't been to university yet, so yeah. I can't say that. what from, from what I've been told about people going who go to university after A levels, yeah, I've been told by multiple people A levels
1: were harder because they you're are,
0: doing like the same ish workload in a shorter time and you're doing
1: it three times over. There's no support there either for the students, like. I didn't actually realise until about a year or two after. i not even a year or two. I want to say like two, three years, like very recently. I was like, oh wait, I was depressed. Like I was, <laughs> I was going through my A levels. Funny, no, it's fine. I we can laugh. laugh. No, we funny. can laugh. That's fine. <laughs> 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 Nobody's that realization where it's ha, like ha, ha. depression. Oh, <laughs> little pills to make me feel happy again. <laughs> um, but no, but this is. <laughs> <laughs> yum yum yum! I feel like this could be a bit. We could go on for ages, but I need to. We need to stop. <laughs> did it, did it, did it, did it. But this is the thing. I just like there's no support there. You no. want me to do all this stuff? It's so intense, and you're just like, oh, by the way, can I have you remember all of these names of all of these people who did all of these things? And then go and write your personal statement. And also, if you don't actually do this mock, then your predicted grades are going to be awful, and you're not going to get anywhere in life because yeah. you suck. So I was just like, oh. And I I isolated myself from a lot of friends and mm. a lot of. I just I don't know when I look back to that time and who that person was that that sixteen to eighteen year old. I don't know who she was, and I lost a lot of friends and I changed a lot because I think I was just trying to understand what the hell was going on mm. it was i literally it's like prison right it was like a prison <laughs> literally it was like a prison but you have to do this work and you have to do great yeah and i feel like all of that all of that pressure is just not fit for someone who's just come out of gcse's because i feel like there's just no there's no gap there the edge i feel like the education system and the exam system that is
0: in this country is not really conducive to how learning how learning actually works and also
1: people learn differently like we we
0: learn i feel like gcses and a levels are really you're being taught how to pass the exam yeah the way i did my gcses i would memorize analysis yeah i and like i i focused on like okay what do i need to do to pass this exam instead Mm -hmm. of being like trying to really understand the text and yeah, the, yeah. you know, the this and then that. I would for try me, and understand the text. For me, I mean, I tried. Yeah. I think definitely I started off being like, I want to understand this poem and this book and this political event that I'm doing in history and, um, you know, this play that I'm doing in drama yeah. and this... Um, Uh, Like this earthquake and its social ramifications in geography, but at the end of the day, in my final year when I Mm. was doing all that damn revision, it came down to right. I'm not trying to like be knowledgeable anymore. I'm I'm i I need to like find the formula to write the question that's going to get me the most marks.
1: Yeah and that's not that's not what it should be especially when it comes to something like English it sucks all the fun out I know but this is the thing like especially when it comes to something like English like for example we had a big poetry module but what actually I took away from that was like I needed to learn about 60 poems and what what am I I don't even know which one they're going to choose. So yeah. I've now taken away all of that lovely, lovely knowledge and mm. all of that, like, I've always been that- sucked away because all I'm really trying to remember is, how am I going to answer this question? Yeah. So that, I yeah. don't know, Susan in Milton Keynes, who's just marking A-level papers... To get a bit of extra dosh over the summer <laughs> is going to be like, yeah, this is great, and it's just such a mad concept. Like when you break it down like that, you're like, what? Like you're taking these these things. Like I remember, like I had to learn the rhyme of the ancient mariner. Like all all the pages, by the way, all the pages, um just in case it came up, just in case. But on top of that, it was everything else, and so like it's about regurgitation.
0: The fact yeah. that you're not allowed to bring the text in. No, no, no. It's no, like no. no, we want. I find it so weird that rule that you're not allowed to have like the book or the poem in front of you because it's like, well, like lecturers and writers, they're not doing it from memory. They have notes in front of them. It's not like where else in life are you going to be you like it just to me, I'm like, it's not teaching you you're learning quotes instead of really trying to learn like trying to learn how to understand the text it's like yeah so much of your time gets taken up in english at gcse and a level by being like i need to know quotes
1: no 100 percent. and then in that case like what use is poetry in a levels i mean it doesn't really have a use it has no other use but to like
0: stress me out
1: and get get stress
0: you out and get the grade get the grade make the school look good make you look good
1: yeah because i can sit and tell you oh i've read all these poems but I actually don't remember what half of them are about because were there were there
0: were, were there any particular texts that you studied at, at english or you studied at your time in school that stuck with you
1: um i did handmaid's tale in mm. a level which i really loved was that the dystopian um, yeah. genre study yeah margaret Ad- margaret atwood and um that was great but funnily enough we analysed it so much that I just hated it. Yeah. I read it the first time with, like, naked eyes. And I was like, this is great. I love you, Margaret. I see this happening and I'm scared. But, yeah. like, it's such an amazing story. And we we picked it apart so much it didn't have any meaning anymore. Um, same for, like, Hamlet. Like, I kind of liked it at first and it was okay. But we just went on and on, every page, every word, every line, till it became nothing. It became meaningless because... I feel like once you start analysing a piece of work so much, it does lose value. It doesn't gain it, in my opinion, that, anyway. Mm, um, that's
0: interesting, because I think I do really enjoy, like, picking apart books yeah. and picking Up apart i Up a certain point. I, th- I think... I I feel like it depends on who's doing it, how they're doing it. Yeah. I feel like if you're doing it purely to look for like things you could speak about in an essay, that would draw out the fun for me. But I really enjoy like sitting down with a book of poems and being yeah. like, oh, look what they've done here, and like, yeah, and I whoa, like what do they case, mean by this?
1: It works really well. But again, when it's curriculum based and you're 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 writing for it's a certain mark, it's so work, prescriptive. It's just like it got ripped to shreds. Like mm. a book that I really enjoyed we spoke about every day for four months and went through every page every chapter that every metaphor has a metaphor and every simile has a simile and every line has another line and you read in between so much that it just becomes distance from itself and so yeah I don't know but I think my I went not know whole deterrent here but my whole thing was just like there were some things like William Blake Yeah. But I love like I think William Bates greater than I did him again in university and I was just like, Do you know what? Him I can get behind. Yeah. Like, he was really, he was quite radical in the sense that, like, all of his poems were kind of, like, protests, like, and I think he, obviously, he had to do it in a clever way, so, like, he didn't get low-key cancelled, but, like... (laughs) Katie, you can't talk about romantic poet in this way. (laughs) No, but, like, he... You can, you can, you can, but that's the thing, like, I think with a lot of romantic poets, they were, like, they were against the establishment, and they were using these these poems as ways to be like this is how i feel but i'm gonna do it in this way Mm. so actually it's so elusive and so you're not sure but mm. really what i'm saying is you're making all these children walk across london and actually they're starving and it's
0: interesting how like what you're saying like william blake was very much like anti-establishment yeah yeah but now is kind of like part of the canon yeah that's really
1: interesting I think it's because it's done in such a smart way. Yeah. And in that way what uses poetry, it's a it's a political tool. It's a it's a subversion Ooh, yeah. to like kind of like put your 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 thoughts and your beliefs and do it in a way that people are like this is great. And really they don't have a clue, mm. but you're really saying fuck the church or like yeah. you're all wrong or
0: do you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. Po- I think poetry just ha- has a very long history as a political tool and as a tool for activism and for good. Yeah. Would you consider yourself a political poet?
1: Ah, I love when I get (laughs) asked this question. I always used to be like, no, I hate politics. I'm not political. And then I got older, like, this is when I started on I was like fifteen, whatever. And then I think I've said it before, but like the personal is political and all my poetry is personal. So, of course, it's political and I feel like for me, as a young black woman from a working class background, like, how could I not be political? Like, I have to speak up for my experiences and what I've been through. Yeah. And so, I just feel like, yeah, it's political. Mm, I think it's it's a
0: privilege to sort of be like, oh, I'm not political. Yeah. I think that is a real privilege because it says that, well, politics doesn't affect your life yeah that you're lucky I enough that i like, just had a very what's happening si- yeah. in parliament isn't having an effect on your life yeah that's,
1: and i that's think that's very i had lucky. a very simple understanding of what politics was and i think when you're a teenager you're just like oh what's that Ooh. like it's just never my thing mm. but then i was like no 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 like actually everything's a bit dodgy and <laughs> 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 what are we gonna do like um but i would you say your work is political i think
0: i'd 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 have to agree that like Personal as political. I, th- I mean, to yeah. be honest, I think as a white person, I do have the privilege that yeah. like it's very it is a lot easier for me to detach myself from politics. Yeah. Um. You know, I, you know, I've come from what I think is a somewhat privileged background. I yeah. think it'd be a miss for me to be like, you you know, I I yeah, think yeah. I, I come from a background where, you know, what I've like I've never been attacked walking down the street or anything yeah, like yeah. that. I've never you know walked into a room and been like discriminated because of my skin color
1: yeah and i think I'm trying it's to really th- important that you acknowledge that as well because i feel like people are scared to do that people are scared I understand to sit I nev- say i that. will
0: never understand yeah you i
1: stand <laughs>
0: the first time i you posted said the me, black square i literally—I didn't post a black square li- blackout tuesday if you did that you're wrong okay i am proud to say i didn't do that thank you because it just, i'm
1: one of the good ones guys you bring the movement down
0: stuff like this. <laughs> it's i don't it's really it's my work political i i do think i have some poems that are very directly political i mean we met doing yeah. cc speakeasy and writing about climate change yeah um but then I also think I wonder if I think what I what I think what I what I'm trying to <laughs> articulate is you're saying the personal is political and I absolutely yeah. agree. Yeah. I think there are aspects of my personality being a white person from you know like a middle class background I have the privilege of some of my some of my personal life not being political.
1: Oh.
0: Like when I write about my family yeah. I don't that doesn't feel p- particularly political to me because Yeah my family and my background has never been politicized i don't yeah, know if that makes yeah, sense yeah. Or it's never been yeah um but then when i when i write about like my queerness yeah. or like being a londoner or like that's that to me i suppose is political being a, a woman like yeah. yeah so i suppose i've never really thought about that like yeah i do to be honest i i guess i do have the privilege to kind of go this isn't a political poem this is a poem about my family
1: yeah um but with that being said like when it comes down to like your piece the the rising piece like oh yeah. that's that's political yeah
0: i definitely do write politically yeah. and i i think i
1: feel like i have my personal yeah. poems um, i think for you it is it's like a split it's more like i have the personal and i have the political but those two things do not coincide yeah. because yeah it just doesn't it doesn't happen that way for you and that's completely okay because i feel like everyone has a different interaction with how they write and how they choose to kind of approach politics i suppose yeah. so yeah i've never no, i've really never thought about that i think
0: for me with my work i yeah. always try and make change yeah and i think whether that is like you know big political change yeah. what well, i i write a poem that changes the world yeah. i write a poem that stops climate change Woohoo. i write a poem about climate change and i say no no climate change it you better not stops. change and guess what <laughs> has the climate changed since i wrote that poem i don't think so oh <laughs> it's still what i would have to um <laughs> but uh, yeah so i always yeah. um, so like whether that is like a big political mm. statement i'm making and i say politics of like like talking about yeah. a specific law or a specific movement or yeah. a specific like identity politics thing but then i also think like small to me small personal change is really yeah. important as well like i think we're talking about represented being yeah. you know feeling represented in uh art and media to me yeah. i'm like whether the only change that my work has and I feel so wanky talking about my work having a change you just gotta do it um I feel like if that change is I affect someone just like they 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 see what I write or they read what I what I write or they watch something I create if they see it and go wow this touched me and affected me and has made me Mm -hmm. look at something differently to me that is like Boom, that's what i want to do yeah. and
1: i mean is, is that a political thing i think that's like social politics maybe yeah social I politics. i think if you like i mean politics really it doesn't have to just be like your house of commons and stuff like that i yeah. feel like there's 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 politics as people and how we choose to kind of view things in the world so how i don't think there's any issue in saying that as long like if you feel like you can change someone's not change someone's mind but give them a outlook. new outlook outlook then yeah you've I think cool. I think
0: something I try and do is like whatever I'm talking about is leave people with a sense of hope. Yeah. Cuz I I think this, this actually you know what This actually came about from studying my A levels doing Yeah. we were doing uh, the bloody chamber by Angela oh, yeah, Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't th- I didn't read that until uni by the way. Yeah. But um, yeah,
0: go off. we I really resonated with some pieces and I re- it's some some of the short stories Yeah. and I really didn't resonate with the others and I was like why is this why are some of these like so like really resonating with me and making me feel really empowered and why are some of them yeah. up, not, uh, on and it was angela uh, the angela carter's bloody chamber is a is a sort of gothic fairy tale anthology mm, yeah, reimagining that is of like very like kind of it's very much second wave feminism yeah. um kind of book and for me it was the books where the women weren't being liberated that yeah. weren't really sticking with me and I realised because the ones where they were resonated with you so much more because it left me with a sense of hope and a sense of, like... Yeah. I'm not a fan of work where it's talking about... Like, whatever it's talking about is, like, everything is horrible and dark and it will never change. Yeah, I'm no. I'm like, what's you're no. You're just, you're just going to give make... I hate when work... When any any creative medium or any book or anything makes you feel like I am insignificant and I can't change anything. No, I love yeah. work that so makes... What I want to read and what I want to create and what I want to consume mm. is the kind of work that makes me want to get up yeah. and do something. Whether that is just gives you that spark. Or, like, yeah, that makes. Yeah. I always describe it as like electricity, like yeah. work that makes you feel electric. Yeah, that electrified. And to me, like that is, for me, w- w- that is what that is something that I really I think poetry. That's one of the mm. values of it for me. What that's one of its uses is yeah, like. Yeah. making you feel electrified and like you can get up and do something and like when you're at a open mic night and Uh you hear that line and you're like "Mm," and you're going those those snaps and you're like you know when like you hear that "Mm,"
1: across the
0: audience and like like that moment of like connection everyone feeling it at the same time that's such a valuable feeling and it makes me so upset that like some people wouldn't wouldn't see that as value because they're like are you making any money off it? Is it contributing in (laughs) a material positive Uh way and it's like I feel like we combine we when we talk about youth, we talk about having a material value or a monetary value. We don't talk about it just being fulfilling for the heart,
1: mind, and soul, baby. One hundred percent. And do you know what? Like, I actually went through a period recently. I think it was after we did the CC thing with apples and snakes, and you know, I was doing a lot of freelance work and stuff. And I was like, cool. Like, maybe I'm just going to do like my poetry, like period. And even though like I do other writing things, I'm just like cool. But then I was like. Wait, am I going to actually make money off this? No. Um, no. no. And then it's I was very like, hard to make money off poetry. I'm going to give up. Help me. I can't do this. So there you say with that, like, monetary use, what use is poetry? Does it have money? Like, sometimes, like, I've been paid, like, we, we got paid.
0: <gasps> we got, we got
1: We've, got we've, we've done
0: we've done a couple of projects together now we've done like, we we yeah. met doing
1: apple uh, ccc with apples
0: and snakes and we yeah. were commissioned for that which yeah was like the, that, i think that's the first time i've ever been commissioned to write something that was a big buck like i i feel almost ashamed to say because Why? like artists talk about art and i agree with it itself it's not the money that's fulfilling it's yeah. the art yeah. however however you want to pay me comes with somebody oh my god that is such
1: a um what's the word like affirming it is affirming but also I feel like of course like you're literally I feel like poetry is so um I don't know about you, but have you ever like just wrote a piece and been like, oh my God, I've just bared so much of myself and so yeah. much of my mind to this, to this performance or this thing that someone wants me to perform for them? Like, of course, I deserve a bit of, a bit of coin in return because I'm, I'm being so vulnerable and I'm giving myself over the same way like a singer would, the same way that a writer of a novel would. Like, you're giving over so much of yourself. Mm. Like, of course I want a few coins. In, like- this, in, the, in the world that we live in, money
0: really i mean that's that's how very often we're assigning value to things whether you think that is how it should work or not yeah so when you do get paid it does feel quite nice
1: on the flip side i've done a lot of stuff for free because i love it yeah so in that sense like it doesn't have monetary use because it's above that there's that saying it's like
0: a job a creative job should either fulfill you creatively yeah should pay well yeah or should be good for your cv and if it's not at least two of those things you shouldn't uh-huh. take it and I, I think that is true like yeah for me I've, I've done a lot of projects where i ain't been paid anything if anything i'm the one giving up my
1: time and i money know for it, <laughs> i'm just like putting my coins together just to get on tfl like yeah
0: <laughs> oh, my god tfl was expensive this is an oh, absolute I tangent can- it's actually expensive. Oh. Ah, when you, a- when it when it's like one o'clock in the morning and like it is the contact list Hello. gives you how much
1: has come out your account Leave that day and it's like how
0: did I spend thirty quid on TFL?
1: Nah, nah, nah. It's actually rude and it always comes out at like three in the morning. Right. Like I'll be up. I'll be like on TikTok and I'll be doing my life TFL. Nine pound fifty, and I'm thinking, all I did was go to Tottenham Court Road. Like <laughs> nine pound fifty, you're actually robbing me. Yeah. But that's besides the point here. Um, but yeah, like you do, you do have to sacrifice a lot when you do those free kind of free projects. But it, it, at the same time, like I appreciate those free projects because I know that that person would pay me if they could. Yeah, or I know I'm doing it for a good cause, or I know I'm doing it because it's I nice to have an outlet share. and a platform. Yeah, you just want to share your shit. Like yeah. that's all you want to do. Yeah. So in that sense, it's like use the use is like it's charitable it's it's kind of like mm. it's something that you can it's a gift that you can lend to people That you, that
0: you does, is yeah. such a nice thing to say thank like, you like, <laughs> that's
1: such i've wow that's such a lovely idea like poetry is a gift 100 percent it is and especially when you were saying like it's kind of like an intuitive thing where you can just put it out like not many people can do that like, when I when I say it's intuitive yeah I don't mean I'm pulling out poems out my ass I mean no, like hello I've seen you I've seen you work so can we let's just take it back I've seen you work it's not like you're pulling it out of your ass but you you <laughs> can, if we gave you half an hour you're coming up with something and I've seen that from my own know. eyes so let's not go there I know, okay? maybe, I, maybe I could I feel you like could like if they if you gave us 20 minutes we would come up with something and that's, that's not true, me yeah, to, to like fair, that's true to my own horn or whatever like I would come up with something and I'm pretty sure if there was an audience, I'd get an applause. Like, that's just, that's my gift and yeah. that's your gift and some people aren't that creatively in tune so in that sense, poetry, what uses poetry, it's a gift. It is a gift that you can share with other people and I always tell people, like, everyone's a writer and I I, I strongly believe I that up to a certain degree. That. I I'm very such, like, much believe that. So it's like giving that gift over and actually sharing that. Like, it's, it again, like, it's community, it's sharing and I feel like, you can just reach so many people because yeah. again people feel like poetry is this weird old white man war thing because of the curriculum mm. but like there's it's like there's spoken word there's other things there's like my favourite thing actually that I've really realized is since Apples and Snakes it's the music element of poetry. Yeah like I love having music if there I don't have a, a random and a- if I don't have a band behind me now I'm just like it's not worth it yeah. so it's like let's well, get let's give some context okay so yeah, 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 the yeah, yeah, project yeah.
0: that we met cc speakeasy yeah it was a jazz and poetry and performance yeah. night yeah and we wrote poems for it and we had a jazz band oh. scoring oh. our poems and like i'm not lying when i say every poem i write now just feels empty because it i have got eric oh, behind
1: just, me on his oh guitar. my god yeah I know. It, it's and it's that as well We're like it opened up a whole other, like, thing in my brain. Yeah. And it was, like, oh, my God, poetry and music, of course. And, like, for me, like, I'm, like, musically inclined. I love music. I always have. And you had your little ukulele for your little, like... Oh, I my just, God, I want to cringe. No, don't. <laughs> I, I love that. But it's just, like, it's just... It's such a really big vessel for so much more in terms of creativity mm. and how you choose to experience it, and so with that, you will you will naturally reach a really large audience of people. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. We're talking about like music and the crossover yeah. between music and poetry. Yeah,
0: we've defined use. Okay, can you define poetry for me?
1: Yes, uh, yes, I could try because I I, I don't think I could I'm saying that because I feel like I can't say no Uh, (laughs) you can say no I think I'll give it I'll give it a try if someone asked me what is poetry I would probably be like it's a creative collection of words um spoken read written by an individual that tells a story in a different way does that make that's sense? that's a lovely way of putting it. That is very true. Because I, I like, like, like the idea of
0: it's a creative collection of words. I yeah. like that. I think po- poetry is so hard to just define, especially because there's so much yeah. crossover. When yeah. when is it when is it a rap? When is it a poem? Yeah. When is it a song? When is it a poem? When is it a novel? When is it a poem? Like how yeah. do we? I think because poetry is so open and free and subjective, it's really hard
1: to define and pin down. But I feel like at its simplest, I would. I would say it's that. Yeah. Because it is. It's a creative collection of words. You read, you speak it, you write. Some people don't ever perform. They're just page poets and some people yeah. do page to stage and stage to page, and, you know, vice versa. And I think it is it's completely malleable and, and, and it can be changed and adapted to who and what and um but yeah, but also with that I think poetry is is to the test of time, I think. It's um Yeah, it, I think I mean it's, spoken
0: word is how yeah you know back back in the cave days yeah when we were all running around naked in caves and capitalism didn't you know exist. i feel
1: that you know i actually well, you know <laughs> that, okay,
0: storytelling yeah. and yeah. art started with people sat around the campfire yeah Telling story, folk tales, passing it on. There weren't paper or pens, no ball points here, baby. No, no moleskin notebook.
1: <laughs> no moleskin.
0: You have, you know, you told yeah. stories through spoken word by sh- yeah. by, and stories were passed down through telling them and by having rhythm and rhymes yeah. and having sort of poetic techniques. That's probably. That's probably how people were using how, how people were memorising them because if it's yeah. it's a lot harder to like memorise a chapter from a book, yeah. but you add a a rhythm, yeah. and you add a rhyme, and suddenly it's a lot
1: easier. Yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely, I agree. Yeah, poetry, man. Oh, what a thing, poetry, and it's just it is obviously it is so hard to describe undefined and and kind of boxing that's kind in. of what I love about it though that's that's the thing like it is so many things and the use is that it is it's undefinable that's the use yeah. the use that is an undefinable source of of writing and literature so therefore it's for
0: everyone like I, th- I think that's why this question is so interesting because yeah. poetry is such a free open fluid form of storytelling and art yeah. and expression that by saying what is its use yeah define
1: it what what is it good for um i think that's why i kind of wanted to do this one because i knew it'd be broad enough that we could like speak about so many different things but i think we can have a good old bitch yeah love that good old gossip good old good old tea break (laughs) (laughs) Um, but i think as well like it is it's a it's a learning mechanism Mm -hmm. and i think it's not just like not talking in a school sense i say learning mechanism and like you learn about yourself you learn about the world you learn about experiences like i've read poems about things i've never experienced and never understand i've read poems about about death about life about giving birth about being a man about being a gay man being a gay woman being being non-binary being so many different things literally being anything so that in itself is a learning mechanism i think poetry has such a brilliant way of communicating
0: that i i genuinely don't think any other art form quite no. can i think yeah. poem poetry is such a unique way of communicating something and I yeah. feel like it really gets to I feel like it's such a poetry for me really cuts to the truth of Ugh. life and I don't I don't know what it is it's such a it's like air I can't grab it you yeah. know it's so
1: free and easy and I artsy. And I think as well going back to that creative collection of words I think my my thing that I always love so much about it is like we all have the same dictionary. We all have the same palette of words and we mm. all know these words, right? Yep. But it's the fact that someone can take these everyday words and create a, such a beautiful mirage of a story yeah. that just blows my mind. It's like you have chosen this word in this way. That's and, what and this is. and this kind of mirage, baby. It's a mirage, baby. There we go. That like is what poetry is. It is. And that's the that's the use. The use is that like it is a use, if that makes sense. Mm. The use that like, is a use of and we can list it all day, every day, for weeks and for months because it is just so broad. And so I feel like them having that on that exam is actually a catch twenty two because, it's like, mm. what what could you not say? Yeah. What, how how long? They, they it feels like use and how much paper do I get? That, you
0: know. <laughs> how much time do I get to write it? Like, well, you. I mean, if we're talking about the all souls, you yeah. get three hours. Okay. Write three essays, so it's an hour per question. Yeah, which is insane. That is not enough time. I know. What the flip? I could. Yeah, I. Oh, oh, poetry, man. Oh, I love it. I love love you. It's so good. What do you feel like has been your biggest influence as a poet?
1: Um, I think my biggest influence as a poet has just been. I want to say music. I want to say music and that was before I knew that the music thing could be incorporated mm. but I've I've loved just lyricism. I've loved lyricism since I was young and my mum would play loads of different like, you know, like Nas and Tupac and like Wu-Tang yeah. so like, I grew up with those kind of, that is poetry to me yeah. by the way. Like, that's poetry over B. like, people were like oh it's rap it's hip-hop it's whatever and I'm like that's poetry yeah um and just listening to those things and listening to music and to songs and yeah I think that's been the biggest influence for me but also like reading reading books not just poetry reading different stories and learning different words um I've always just loved learning words like synonyms and In stuff it? like i read the thesaurus when i was like young like <laughs> i'm just imagining like baby you i read do you the... want to go out and play
0: lache do you no, want like, to the go the thesaurus. and meet your friends
1: <laughs> <laughs> like i just like no no. like i tried to read a dictionary i wasn't like i wasn't loving it but the thesaurus like yeah 110 like yeah there's different words for one meaning. absolutely and i feel like even when I was doing my degree, the Thesaurus was my best friend. I was yeah. like, "Give me another word. I need it." There's um, something
0: really gorgeous that there is a million ways to say yeah. one thing, and that's what you know. That's, yeah, that yeah, that feels very much like conducive to poetry. Like, so how many poems are there about yeah. love? I will never tire of them. Yeah, I mean I love. myself keep just writing I poems love. about love. I love 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 love. I love love. love. I love love. I love, love, love.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> Live love love. Live love love. Live like But (laughs) like, there are so
0: many different ways to
1: say and express one thing. Yeah, but I think as well, like a big inspiration is also just being around other writers and having Mm. that community and that network. So like, I've actually never felt more like inspired and more like woo, let's go! Is when I've been like especially around my CC's girls, like Aww. being around you, it. like it's just like everyone's talent is so on top. And I'm like, it's not even like I need to be like on that same level, but it's like everyone here is doing great shit. And I just love that we're all here in this space. Yeah, being, so surround, I feel like, being surrounded by yeah. other poets
0: and other creatives. Oh, percent Definitely fuels yeah. me.
1: And is that, would I you do. say that's your inspiration
0: as well? I think so. Yeah. I think my inspiration, I think number one, it is just like, it sounds so dumb, but life life is my inspiration just like a lot of my work is very much like i'm feeling this today yeah yeah, or like this is something i've been thinking about um let me get it down in a word um or like i've gone to a like i wrote a poem like after i went to the beach and like yeah and i was just like i was just struck by this lovely day i had at the beach yeah like that's that sounds so like
1: no it doesn't Uh, because it's yeah. You use it as a sentimental thing to kind of mark yeah. mark history. Like that's how it's been used for years and years for the war, for this this kind of this happening. We this were event. complaining
0: about the old white guys <coughs> yeah. and
1: their war poems. Yeah. But but it poetry. Has marked, yeah, poetry it does is a way history. to tell it history and story. remind people. Yeah. And it's sentiment as well. Yeah. Like I I love like if I'm on a train or I've gone somewhere new, I love to write a poem because I feel like I'm in this feeling and I'm feeling something now. And if I get this down in this way, I'll remember how I felt forever. It's a way to, like... In the way that, like, sometimes when people go on holiday,
0: they, like, cut, they keep a bit of the sand or the seashells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like... I do like, that as well, though. <laughs> in it? I do both. It's, like, that to me. Yeah. But like, poetry is a way to do that for me. Yeah. Like, one of the uses just to, like, capture a moment in time in the same way a photograph would yeah. or a video would. And even when
1: an experience is a feeling, like... Mm. If you saw the poems I was writing when I was like 13, 14, 15, like just going through all of those things and <laughs> thinking that you're in love, but you're not. And like, you know, like just putting those down. Like yeah. I read my old work now and I'm just like, oh God. Do what? you cringe what? when you read your own work? I, Sometimes, I, yeah. I,
0: think, I, re- I cringe when I read, my current work Bitch. my past work I'm sure my future work I'm thinking I'm thinking about the work I'm gonna write in the future and I'm cringing about it <laughs> no but like ex- <laughs> why
1: why are you doing this to yourself I feel like oh I just I can't stand like you actually need to have an element of like yeah I've I do this and I do it good why are you cringing? sometimes I don't I, yeah I cringe sometimes about some of my old work and I feel like it comes from a level of like like I wouldn't say like imposter syndrome but like I think you were trying to tell me earlier, like someone was giving you good feedback on something and you were like, oh, okay. I Yeah. Because I, your brain doesn't really click it.
0: I think because to me, it's so like, I'm like, like, this is just like my brain vomited on a page. Yeah. <laughs> and you think it's good? Yeah. Like I can't, some, I am genuinely like shocked when people find, find my work good. Sometimes, you know what? Sometimes I write shit and I'm like, girl, I've I've just changed eight. history. What's four plus
1: four? Five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's eight. It's, it's eight. eight. It's oh. eight. <laughs> No, I said what's four plus four? It's gonna say eight, and I was gonna say what's the opposite of up? And you were gonna say down? Eight down, and you ruined it. This is why you don't do podcasts with white people. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I love how I can say that to you, and you're not gonna cry, guys. I'm just joking. I'm I'm, I'm an ally. I'm literally white as well, kind of like you. Thanks, Janet. I love you. <laughs> um No, but come on. But anyway, you ate. <laughs> sorry i'm sorry i am not gonna get cancelled
0: <laughs> yes cancel no, her don't, please i think a lot of the time when i'm like people are surprised when i say to them i'm really insecure about my work and i think it's because i've learned that you have just got to present a front yeah when you're presenting your work you have just got to be like this is the best thing i've ever written and you got to get on stage yeah. and you've got to stand with your feet Firmly fucking planted to that floor. You got to have your head high because otherwise, everyone yeah. else is going to think it's bad. I think half of it comes from how you present your work. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. You can write the most beautiful piece if you've got your head down mumbling it in your are I don't think and I've ever seen you. from side to
1: side. You- Every time you perform, when I've seen you perform, I've always just like, how the hell does she, how does she do that? Like, you get on there and you own Lying. That space. Lying. But you're a good the liar. The boy's a liar. The boy's a liar you're actually a massive liar and actually like you're a fraud you are a fraud. <laughs> a fraud but I would never know but also I feel like that's so good to have because that's been so many times but I'm like I'm so nervous that I'm literally shaking yeah. and my voice is shaking and you're, I, you I will never forget when you um you got on stage at CC's and you introduced yourself and you told the crowd to remember your name and I said ah! you really owned that space and I was just like oh I didn't not even just then that's
0: a use for poetry for me for me poetry allows me to jan blake who did cc's with us always like yeah yeah say lions and lionesses yeah to me it's like finding the inner lion and being like for me poetry lets me get on stage and stand high yeah and especially like spoken word and open mics. I, I even if I think, God, this is going to bomb and I'm really like, I think, I mean, I come from theatre. Theatre was my entrance into the creative world and yeah, being yeah, kind of yeah. doing acting. So I think for me, I'm like, we're putting on the character of Cherry, the poet. Yeah, and yeah, like,
1: yeah. It's kind of like a jacket you're going to put on for that night. But yeah.
0: like, you me for me, wear it well. Yeah, for me, yeah. it's really important that whether or not i actually believe like i actually believe that what i'm writing is good yeah or what, whether or not i am confident in a piece it's really important for me to stand confidently have like really put intention in everything yeah, i'm yeah. saying that to me that like that's very much like my philosophy on how to perform i'm like
1: yeah and i think that's an important thing to have and would you say poetry gives you a voice
0: yeah, I'm asking
1: because I I did well. I was what was it shortlisted for the Roundhouse Poetry Slam last year. Um, thank clicks. Thank you, and that low-key ruined me as a person. Oh really? Almost. <laughs> I say oh no, I say almost. Po- I just poetry. No, it's fine. Too. You can click because it's an amazing achievement. Um, but I didn't realize how intense like slams were. I've never done a slam before. Because I just it is like it kind of felt like being back at school but like poetry school and in a sense where like you don't know what they're looking for they're looking for mm. something and you need to answer this question right but you don't know you don't really know what that person's gonna think and feel so it kind of was like that and it was an amazing experience and I met some really talented people and I think poets in London right now are really doing it Really doing it for the scene and really doing it for the community, and so there are, was, so, there are so many exciting. Honestly, out there. so I was really grateful to be in that space, and I didn't win the heat or anything, and that's fine. boo. But um, I was really um not fine, not fine. Oh, I know you should have won the whole thing, but I think what really kind of got me down for a really long time is uh one of the judges asked me afterwards like they were giving feedback and I asked them and I was like what was like you know what was the thing and they're like oh we marked you high for the second one and blah, blah blah and I was like cool um but then he asked me what do you like about yourself as a writer and I said it's plain and simple because it gives me a voice and he basically was just like oh no come on what come on you can't say something better and I thought Side eye. Why why can't I just say it gives me a voice? Like for me as a person, like I said, broke, to, don't fix it. It's not fi- like exactly. I don't have to fix it. And like I said to you before, the personal for me is political. So why should how can that not give me my voice to then kind of convey that and share that? And I think saying it gives me a voice is completely broad. I'm not just saying it gives me a voice because I feel like it's the I'm best a really way to shy person. Up. Like that was just my thing and um He's never made a five comment that I need to be more bougie before I read. Uh, and it just, like, I literally didn't write for months. I mm. didn't write for months because I thought, mm. well, first class degree. I've done English. I've read your canon. I've read your dead white poets. I've done all that. I can tell you that I can talk about William Blake if I want to. Like, I've read that stuff. I've, what does that even mean? What does that mean? Mm. and i'm like i'm telling you it gives me a voice and you're you don't want me to say that what do you want me to say like i don't have to sit there and give you this whole like oh poetry for me has built the blocks to my life and it's the foundations and the cement to the person you see before you and actually oh no i'm not gonna i don't need to say that yeah because it is simple it gives me a voice like i said to you before in the beginning of this episode like it has given i've said stuff in my poems that i will not say I could probably say now, like, because I've had that kind of therapy session with my poetry.
0: Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? We're like another isn't... use of poetry. Yeah.
1: That's shit. It's therapy. Therapy. And it's free. <laughs> no waiting lists. No NHS. Yeah, I love your NHS, but ah
0: anyway. The mental
1: health services.
0: They are trying. They are trying their best but god it's not the topic of today's episode i'm not getting into that anyway (laughs) i'm not getting into that mine do you know what
1: thank you nhs thank you for my cbt it didn't work but thank you um thank (laughs) you to the nhs yeah no thank
0: you to the people who aren't funding it yeah boo boo them
1: boo man we've just solved the (laughs) national health crisis yeah i know shit where have we been this whole time Go, where's um, rishi get him in here we need to We need to <laughs> <Rishi>. <laughs> we need to tell him some stuff
0: poetry anyway, in your
1: voice poetry in my voice and it's just like yeah i've been able to say things so like why is that not enough like why why can't be why can't what's the use of poetry it's a voice of some
0: sort it's and it's a way um, to and it's a way to cement your voice i feel yeah it's yeah, a way yeah. to yeah. poetry and i think art and creativity in general is just like it's it is it's yeah it's, it is your voice it's, it's your voice and it's how you communicate your truth
1: yeah it's literally like it's a communication tool it's your truth and i feel like i shouldn't have been i got myself down about that for so long and i questioned my craft because i was like well, but it has given me a voice and it's gotten me actually into a lot of spaces where i've been i think like before cc's i hadn't performed since i was 16 Wow, and at one CCS that was 2021. So I was like, yeah, I was 21. I hadn't been on stage in four mm. years. Like it gave me that voice, and then since then, everything kind of became a catalyst into like yeah. open mics and other performances, and you know, jaw dance and all that other stuff. Like it, it was a voice for me. I'm gonna expand upon. Yeah, poetry
0: is my voice. Slay, it's, like, go it's on. my voice, and it's my microphone.
1: Period. It's my
0: way of. Period. It's my way of articulating myself. It's my yeah. voice. It's also a way of me. Spreading yeah. my voice and my yeah. worldview, and it's for me. It's how I
1: amplify my voice. Yes, and actually, that actually reminds me of my little my little tattoo. My tattoo says, "You are the page, the ink, the poem." <laughs> oh, baby! Oh my God! holy shit holy shit cherry is currently losing her shit that's it that's it you are the page the ink and the damn poem period and so if it's not your voice like who are you who are you like who are you who are are you who are you who are you who are you how did you get here what the fuck are you doing here no but this is the thing like and I have that so basically you can't see because it's a podcast but it's tattooed on my right kind of forearm yeah kind of like facing me um just quite small quite dainty but like I got that because I realized like poetry means so much to me like it's really made me come into myself grow as a person and just writing in general has just allowed me I am the page I am the ink I am the poem like you know personified it's all like, it's, it's poetry is all encapsulated. hundred percent that's Me I, as a woman, I am poetry. The way that I do my hair is poetry. The way that I decide to put makeup on is poetry. Spoken words Thank you. For you. <laughs> the way I that I have the, my pink Lucy and Yakon. I am the page, poetry. I am the ink, I am the poem. Period. And like that's enough. And that is simple. And I feel like sometimes in the kind of the artistic world you have to justify what it is and why you do it, but I don't think you should. So Really? What use is poetry? Do we have to justify it? Wow. And with that, yeah, I'm
0: going to say pens down. This Ooh, exam is over. Slay. Lachey, can you give me your thesis statement? What use is poetry?
1: Well. Wow. Well. <laughs> I'm now my brain is just like. Doo, 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 doo. Okay, my thesis statement is that um the use of poetry is, is what's the word, objective? A subjective, like, both sides? Objective is, like, the
0: truth. Subjective is, like, in my opinion. There we go. Uh,
1: Can't cut that out because I should, I should know <laughs> that. Um, poetry is objective because I feel like it. It is. it depends on who you ask it to and how you ask it. Um, but that being said, I think the use of poetry is to breathe new life into current life, uh, have your voice amplified, have learned new things and teach those new things.
0: That is the use. That's really beautiful. Thank, Thank you. That's really lovely.
1: Thank you. Wow. <laughs>
0: um, well, lachey. We've done I- it.
1: We've, that was really
0: fun. We've sat the exam. Thank you. Now, All Souls yeah. only allows up to two people every year.
1: Okay, one year,
0: no one got in.
1: Peak.
0: They said none of you are good enough. <laughs> shame. What a shame. None of you are good enough for our college. Side eye. However, here yeah, at the exam hall, yeah. we didn't do that. We really? don't gatekeep. Go off. Everyone gets in. Me? So, we have reviewed your application. <laughs>
1: so,
0: scared. And I am very happy to welcome you into these hallowed halls of the exam hall. Poetry Clicks. Poetry Clicks for you, baby. (laughs) Yay, I did it. Now...
1: Okay, so if you're an
0: appointed fellow at All Souls, mm-hmm. you are given funding for a seven year period to fund whatever research you so choose. Cool. You get free board, you get a salary, you get access to study any subject at Oxford of your choosing and you get contacts with leading professionals and scholars in your field. Big slay! So now you're in. Yeah. You have seven years with sort of virtually no financial barriers you get abundant resources I just fainted. you can't see me but i've just fainted on the floor you get abundant resources yeah. and open doors
1: okay what would you do i i am such a like one thing about me one reason why i didn't become a teacher is because i hated the curriculum mm. i'm i am gonna fuck that shit up i'm changing it yeah. I am making poetry mandatory. I'm making spoken word an in addition into that module and it's yeah. becoming a basis in the curriculum nationally. I'm gonna tour the country, I'm gonna tour the world. Yeah. I'm touring. I'm taking my work and I'm taking them other work and I'm be like, this is poetry. Yeah. Alongside the other poetry, because I think we spoke about how it is important and we have understood the basis of what the art is. Yeah. And be like, but there's so much more. Yeah. And taking them that creative freedom outside of what right now is, like, a straitjacket of, like, learning. Like, take them out of that. And that's what I'm doing, basically. And um, I'm going to change the world. And I'm actually going to get emotional because I know that um, everyone's going to thank me for it. No, I'm joking. But <laughs> I just- <laughs> you're looking at me like what the fuck is this bitch uh but there was a
0: moment where i was like oh god is she actually crying oh my no 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 i'm not crying
1: no i'm just i'm an actor i'm not An an actor but yeah no i really just feel like the curriculum currently needs more of that
0: yeah um so you'd so you'd work on sort of spreading poetry to the masses and sort of increasing accessibility to making it like poetry. mandatory. And I
1: think maybe not even just poetry, but I just think creative writing in general. Yeah, um, because I guess I know it's not for everyone, um, but yeah, creative writing in general and just allowing that element into the current learning. Um, yeah, and just break down those barriers so that socially, like mm. people can experience art and culture and. Doesn't have to feel like a gatekeep, girl mm. boss, gaslight. <laughs> do you know what? It have to <laughs> You're be. so
0: unserious.
1: I love. Sorry. You. No, this is perfect. <laughs> be your unserious self. I love Thank it. Thank you, but it doesn't have to be that. Yeah. Literally, right now, they're literally girl boss, gatekeep, gaslight. Like that's literally. They are gaslighting where we are. us
0: out of our poetry. There we go. We cannot stand for this. We won't. What yeah. barriers do you feel like you sort of face to education to fulfilling? your goals to being a creative person and a writer and a poet
1: i think it's just that like kind of regimented uh, that regimented ideal that there's there's currently up like you have to do this this way and you have to learn it this way like not everyone has the same brain and also not everyone goes home to the same environment and the same mm. resources like how do you know that i can go home and have the space to do this and that i i might not have like like not for me personally but i think you know there's people at home who are like caregivers or yeah you know they just don't have the laptop they don't have the computer or they don't know actually how to do maths because maybe their brain doesn't allow them or yeah. maybe there's an undiagnosed thing there that really actually stops them and uh, I think there's a difference there where like I think for me I've always been really bad at maths always been bad at maths but amazing at English and people were always like do it just do it you can do it and I'm like but I can't so I'm pretty sure somewhere I've got dyscalculia or something, mm. like undiagnosed or whatever. But like something that, that just doesn't allow it to yeah, fit in. Something doesn't your allow brain. it to fit in my head. And I've just I've always been the same. Always. Everything else, I've been fine. maths, I can't. Yeah. And I feel like that because they had one way of teaching, they don't have the space for people who think differently. And it does take a little bit more work and a little bit more time. So I think those are definitely the barriers because they feel like it's just that, again, it's so it's so constrictive and I feel like it just needs to be you have to be one type of person yeah, and if you're not that type of person so...
0: you better learn how to be that type of person and you don't
1: want to be that type of person sometimes like it's just different like why can't I just be me I want to be me
0: yeah keep being yourself I love thank you I love and all your good goodness thank
1: you and I think yeah it has taken a lot for me to be the way that I am now but like I said before like poetry has been a big part of that and that freedom that the poetry gives me has been a p- big part of that so it kind of mm. does it, it 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 eliminates all that other barriers for me because i feel like i have been open to it and that's why i I'd, I'd want to open that up to other kids and yeah. other young people and yeah other humans yeah come do this thing it's like a cult but less culty you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cult, but we're not going to do like a big group suicide
1: like Jonestown. No, no there no, will mid-summer. be. No, there mid-summer. will. There will be no Kool Aid. It's all no, fine. No, no, It's just like yeah, like it's just it's community, and I just want I want to share that, and yeah, I feel like a lot of people need that these days because there's just it's so tech technology, and right? Ugh.
0: But it's so it I feel like it is just so inaccessible sometimes, and it is so hard. Yeah, You're, yeah, like people need creativity in whatever form that is like whether that is sort of more traditional creativity like painting a canvas or whether it's sort of like you know whatever creativity means for you we really need it to be to to feel fulfilled I think that to be fulfilled I need creativity I can't be fulfilled without it and I think it's just such a shame that you know funding is being cut so drastically for the creative um sector yeah both sort of as it, like an industry and in schools yeah
1: like there's there's like literal venues that have like lost their MPO yeah funding. Oldham
0: olden coliseum yeah. i think i think the donmar might have
1: that's all I it's, know. It's, it's such sad. a shame and
0: you know it's just going to limit this industry even more and it's going to make it just yeah. so hard to break into I it if you haven't already young, gotten
1: in think about the young creators in Oldham who like have such an attachment to that venue and now it's just gone no it's like just what gone. else exists what, for them. what what can they do now what Pop bench side out lovely like <laughs> do you know what i mean like there's there's not that outlet now and i feel like creativity and having that creative freedom really helps with just really figuring Ooh. out who
0: you are i mean you were saying earlier yeah. how the reason you got into it was yeah. because someone kind of pulled you into it they yeah, took yeah, the time
1: yeah. took the time out of their schedule and out of really to out of spread the, it out of
0: their own love for it to yeah. share it with others and i mean like i got into it sort of sort of through a similar way through yeah. um like a sort of participation i was telling you about it earlier yeah, participation, yeah. participation community yeah. opportunity with the young vic and it's such a shame that these schemes
1: are being cut because I I don't know if the Slam even exists anymore but that was literally poetry in schools like that was that's what it was competitions with schools young people like we still need those things but yeah it's always a money thing which I get but it's like we were saying sometimes it goes above money it's it's but but also you know I do feel for the, the schools where it's
0: like we just can't find this yeah. anymore.
1: Because you've worked in a school, so yeah. you know what
0: that's like. It's I. So I worked specifically with um, kids with uh, special educational needs. Yeah. and kids who were English additional language, which bas- uh, EAL, which basically yeah, yeah. means if English isn't your first language. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, in those groups, I felt like creativity was not encouraged because yeah. because the schools were like, we need these girls to be passing their exams. Yeah. Because, like, that's the way the system works. We need them to be passing their exams. So let's hammer them into this hole that they don't fit into. But something that I really tried to encourage in the students that I work with was encouraging their creativity. Yeah. And I had um, one little girl who... She was EAL. Yeah. And she really struggled to express herself. Mm-hmm. Um, And that wasn't just a language barrier. That was just sort of, like an emotional language barrier she didn't have yeah, the, yeah 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 even in her native language she didn't know how to express herself and yeah. i said to her you can't say it with words let's get let's get some paper let's get some pens draw paint and she did and she came to me often and said miss like that that helps that i yeah. just feel so much better getting it out and throwing it on a page and like i have seen firsthand how creativity yeah Changes young people's lives. 100%. I have been one of those young people yep. who's had their lives changed by having a creative outlook, and it is so sad that that isn't the norm. Uh-huh. Unless yeah. you have, you know, I really tried to be an advocate for creativity in people who where they were falling through the nets in the system. Yeah, if you don't have someone advocating for you, Ooh, that's
1: some very shit. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, you had your. Um, I mean, art yeah. teacher. Pretty I curious. had my Pretty lovely, curious. lovely drama love teacher
0: yeah. who advocated for me and said to yeah. me, "Write a play." Yeah, and I did, and now I'm a playwright. Like, yeah,
1: slow you are. I needed. You
0: need an advocate.
1: Yeah, really. I know. Like, I think for me as well. Like, to go back to like, even with this job that I've got now, like, I I want to be that advocate for young people so that they That's can right. they right. can experience creativity. And I think, especially like when I'm working in the West End, like I'm gonna start occupying spaces that I can't even I can I couldn't even afford before I got this job. Like, and that's a big part of it as well. Mm. But how do we then go into these institutions and just be like, come on, let's get real, let's let's yeah. make this accessible. A wall is just a wall, like a building is just a building, and a door is just a door. It doesn't mean that it's something that's impenetrable. Yeah, like you can break through it. Yeah, there's always another way around. There's a back alley. There's a side door. Or I'm gonna knock on that front door until you let me in. And yeah. so that's that's what this job is going to allow me to do. It's gonna go stand at the front door of these places, knock on it, and be like, I deserve to be here, I am here, and let me share this with other people. Yeah. And that's yeah. That's beautiful. Thanks. That that is cool. Thank you. Oh, is that it? Yeah, I guess it is. Oh, good cry. Oh.
0: Lachey, you've been an absolutely <laughs> wonderful guest. This thank you. This has been you. gorgeous. Before we say goodbye, yeah. is there anything you would like to promote or oh, share?
1: Oh, uh, um, I kind of don't really have much going on right now. Um, I'm writing my first play, although <laughs> I it with Soho Theatre, doing thank Soho uh, Writers Lab. What an amazing um, achievement. Thank you, thank you. But anything that I do do, I... Do oh, can you cut that out? No, <laughs> I hate no. you. I actually hate you. Anyway, anything boost. that I'm I do boost will be the on volume my- for do do anything that I, um, yeah, will make or my- create. Yeah, it'll be on my Instagram, which is Lashay Chelsea, uh, underscore. Uh, and I'm sure you'll you'll plug me. Cherry, put that in the little mm, little you yeah, sure, tag yeah. me no i
0: will I thank will. you um but yeah it's i just will so promote you until the rest of my life
1: thank you i got a special place in my heart for Cherry. i have <laughs> my
0: i i <laughs> don't have a place in my heart for you you are my entire heart stop it right now i will actually
1: cry I i'll love- cry for real this time <laughs> <laughs> i love you so much Let's- i love you too oh Oh guys this is so lovely I literally like I literally like I said, like, I don't know you for like two years, and i I can sit down and talk to you for like how and how long I think we
0: met in a, quite an intense time though. we met in twenty twenty one yeah when it was like bar- like it was only just the world was only just opening up, yeah yeah it was like. i literally haven't been
1: around people right (laughs) i was and i was like
0: i was working in the school and i was like all of my friends gone off to university i didn't yeah i i think we met at like just a very intense time yeah we did and god that was our community that was like community we do oh right i do i do have to wrap this up we can't keep speaking forever let's wrap it up all right well thank you <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to this episode of The Exam Hall. I was joined today by the lovely, the gorgeous, the stunning lichet Green. Um please go and support her and everything she does. She is just an absolutely stunning writer. Um and just a lovely person in general. She's very nice. Thank you for listening. Uh if you want to support The Exam Hall, you can find us on Instagram at the exam hall pod. Um if you want to Support me and see what I'm up to. You can uh, find me at Cherry the CherryTheEccle on Instagram and Twitter and just CherryEccle on YouTube. We are looking for people to join us on future episodes of the exam hall. So if you want to come and be a guest and talk to me about education and answer a question from the hardest exam in the world, come on down. Um, if you're interested and you want to know more, uh, you can find the information Um, at the exam hall pod you can find the information on our instagram page and our twitter at the exam hall pod or you can click uh, the link in the episode description which will take you to an expression of interest form thank you very much have a lovely day